Welcome to Flows for You. Uh, I'll be your host, Mr. Scout or Jason, your choice. Um, and I hope you're having a good day. Uh, this week uh, is a transition to our new format, I think, unless it isn't, uh, where I'll be the major host. Um, I have some guest hosts. Um, today I have a very special guest host, Mr. Boston Riley. Oh, yeah. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, I'm looking forward to having you on the show. Is there anything that you want to tell the people? Uh, I don't die. How was your day? Oh, All right. Is there anything that you love? Marble. And if you don't know Boston, what that means is that he loves puppies. That's one of his favorite things. And he says, uh, he I think bubble means puppy patrol. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's cool. Um, I'm doing good. Um... Just came back from Austin. Uh, got to go help uh, Saul Paul with uh, an Earth Day show he had, um, even though it got canceled. And two people got injured in it. And so um hope that they're doing better. Um, it was a crazy situation. But it was awesome to be there and to be able to help him um, and be able to do that. So that is very cool. And, uh, you know, other than that, I'm just chilling. Um, have had some crazy few weeks. But... I'm excited to be here and recording for you and figuring out this new way of doing things. And yeah, I don't know. I do have any good stories. I don't really have any good stories lately. I've been working, trying to get things done. Um, you know, just having fun. Uh, I think that that's uh, the most important part. I think uh, it's funny as uh, being a stay-at-home dad and hanging out with your son all day is weird. And I love it very much. But it's funny trying to chase him around. And seeing the things that he wants uh, compared to the things you don't want is always weird. And so, like, we went to, like, Goodwill, like, yesterday, and he was just like, I just want to play in the kids section, dude. Like, I don't want to move. And I'm just going to sit on these things that have no seats. And I'm just going to have fun here. And, uh, yeah, that was weird. And, you know, I, I always thought that I would be the parent that wouldn't be dragging the screaming kid around. But I think once you show a kid something that they want... And uh, they can't have it. Then they're going to scream. So he screamed. But then I picked him up and hugged him and gave him a, a, a kiss and was like, yo, we're going to leave now. And so he stopped crying. But uh, it was funny. Uh, we went to his favorite spot, which is Chipotle, which is not a sponsor of the show. But if they'd like to be a sponsor, I gladly will take it. And I'm just playing. <laughs> and uh, he always gets a bunch of roasted veggies and and uh, a quesadilla. And he munches down that uh, roasted veggies. It is very funny to watch. It's like the dude just eats like four bell peppers on his own. And uh, he likes those very much. I don't know if he likes it as much as his milk or any other thing. But it's very fun to watch. I enjoy Chipotle. Hence the reason we go. I'm always a fan of um, that stuff. Well, um, anyways, this week I'm going to start a new segment. I'm going to call it Old School to Me. And uh, what uh, the plan is to actually talk about old um, Christian hip-hop records or anything um, older in my life that uh, was fun 
to open and I'm not going to really review it. I'm just going to more tell you my emotional reaction to it. Today is a little different because um, our guest is um, Zach Fazio of Kadago. Um, and he actually helped me with my first record. So I, what I wanted to do is do a test of this uh, format um, using uh, my record because, you know, nobody's going to get mad at me for doing that because it's mine. And uh, so this will be a little more um, history based on what uh, inspired me to do some of the songs. But again, uh, I'll try to tell you some of the emotional reactions uh, too. But in the long run, the whole point of this segment will be I'll be talking about how something changed my heart or opening the CD, what it did in my life and what was going on at that time. And so, uh, yeah. So this one's called the MC and again, and I started recording it like in 2005. And uh, yeah, I was working with uh, Size Inc. Records, which is uh, my friend Tim Size. Uh, and he was a producer, and he produced uh, like 90% of the record. Um, Mr. Min um, and Isaiah uh, both uh, put production on the record. And think that's all i'm probably forgetting somebody somewhere that produced something else but uh yeah and so it's funny this uh record was one of those things where um there were many years where things weren't going to work out and so i remember um like this song right here um she don't love hip-hop it was recorded in austin um and what i was doing is i was driving i'd get off work at uh five o'clock in san antonio drive to Austin all the way uh, there, um, two hours in traffic, uh, maybe two and a half hours. Once I got there, I would go to uh, Drew's studio, um, and we would try to record the record, and we would do that from, I don't know, eight o'clock to two in the morning, and his uh, studio wasn't AC'd, it was like a closet, and so there were definitely days where I had no clothes on uh, to record it. I had underwear and whatnot, but it was very funny. Um, and uh, the the true statement is that I did this for, I don't know, two months. Um, and it was pretty rough. Um, I didn't keep any of the vocals for um, any of those recordings. But it's what really kept the record alive. Because what happened was our studio broke down, and so I needed to come up with a plan. And I just started coming to Austin and recording the whole thing. And and uh, it was uh, very bad. But uh, the cool thing is, is most of the features, like She Don't Love Hip Hop, um, with Paradox, who is awesome. My dreams, I'm caught in her high beams. Walked right by me with a height about 5'3". Eyes of light green, plus minus them tight jeans. Because trust me, this lovely lady wasn't a dime piece. Stepped up politely, requested the time, please. Stole my heart, then she tried to flee the crime scene. Should have known from... And James Wade, who used to work, I used to work for. <laughs> and uh, those kind of, um, I mean, pretty much every feature on the record, other than the Pigeon John... And uh, big city feature were done in um, um, done in Austin, and so though my re recordings were not used, um, those other other ones were, um, and so that was pretty cool. I mean, uh, I want to say I'm not sure if Saul Paul did his stuff in that studio. I think we probably did it at the Concept Seven Studio, um, 
And it like, you know, Saul Paul is one of my favorite features on that record. They say pressure bus pipe and turn cold to diamonds. I guess we still help because we throw it shining. Scout the psalmist, just be on the grinding. Trust me, climbing, seats reclining. The pressure, the pressure, the pressure. Um, like pressure uh, was a very fun song because we just sat in the office and we were just like a studio and we we're just like yo um i want to just do a song that features every single rocky uh, every single stallone movie and he was like i love that and so we literally just took a the idmb of um sylvester stallone at the time and uh, just split it in half and just went all right have fun Hanging off the mic stand Trying to stay alive Living in this goblin But I'm a specialist I was bred for this I got the hit for this Till the day I'm dead You can't expect you Gonna respect the clear I came to drop first blood Ripping my first love On the grind How huh? while my thirst up Yeah Saw upon my handle Five flow And we just hand. wrote all the lyrics uh, To the song that way And uh, Ended up being a pretty cool song And I always uh, I always appreciated um, Him You know I think he has the most features On the record um, maybe Mr. Men, but I think it's tied, but, uh, he has the most full songs cause, uh, uh, you know, cause he has pressure and then, um, he has the other one too, whatever that's called. I can't remember. Change the world. Um, and so it's really cool. Like to be able to do that. Um, it's funny how, when in these situations, I was trying to, uh, really convey uh, awesome story in those things and like with uh, the Saul Paul stuff like I always was inspired by this man's fate you know I knew him right when he got out of uh, right when he got out of jail and uh, he decided to turn his life around and that's how I met him I remember uh, we were recording uh, some freestyle raps and trees and uh, and I just knew that was always going to be his friend and so we've been friends ever since and uh, you know, at this time we were in uh, Concept Seven working the records, but he really wanted the help with the with the solo album, and I just really appreciated his time. And I, I think some of the best songs on the record are the ones featuring him. Uh, and so I always appreciated uh, what he did um, in that situation. So it's really cool. Like it's funny to to hear, it, and you can hear it in his lyrics. Like this is somebody that's gone through stuff but wants to be positive, and uh, that's what we wanted to do with all these songs and uh it was cool it made uh it made building this a lot easier one of the songs on here which is my uh, which is uh the margie song Top when I was young, the gap is amazing one. Eternally present father of a sacrifice son, shun an evil. And uh, that's actually about my grandma. And uh, you've already heard in the podcast other things about my grandma, but I wanted to do, she had just passed away, and I wanted to do something that really tributed her and made her um, in the light. And I, mean, I even think I talk about the, uh, the ornament thing that I've mentioned before is that she would actually go out and pick up ornaments and then go out and share faith. And in the song, I talk about that. And uh, she was just so cool. Like, there was a point where in her, uh, like, she came to one of my shows and uh, she had um, a wig on and the wig fell off as I was performing. And I remember brain laughing my brains out. Um, I just think that it's funny how 
people can inspire you to do certain things. And uh, definitely she was one of my biggest fans. And uh, to this day, I still think about her. I think that what she did in my life was amazing. And I, I'm just really grateful for having awesome people in my life. Um, I just, I think in the long run, I, I always wanted to do music that made people smile. And I think this record was one of those things where I was like, I'm just going to do it. Um, and I, I just tried my hardest. I mean, there was a, the main songs like me and Zach are going to talk about later is, um, hip hop superstar, which is the video that he helped me do. And, uh, that was really fun. I mean, it's one of my, it's actually, if you, uh, it is the intro song now for the podcast, which is sung by Danny Figgins, who's one of my good friends, and hopefully we'll be able to finish a record that we've been working on for years. But again, the probably the most pivotal record on the album was uh, Change Is Gonna Come. Hey, I got a feeling a change is gonna come now. We were better to quit. Uh, Tim was done. He was done trying to make the record happen. Um, life was not going well for him. Um, and I don't think things are going well for me either, but I just trying to make it happen. And uh, we made this really weird beat, but I really loved it. I thought it was awesome. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a song of Pigeon Johnny. He's one of my favorite rappers. Uh, we'll talk about it more in other segments of the show. Um, but I was like, yo, I'm, I'm going to do this. And so uh, I told him, I was like, yo, Tim, I'm going to take this and I'm going to try to make Pigeon John be on the song. And so I uh, emailed him and I already had his email. I've known him for years. Um, I was like, yo, I want you to be on this record. How much would it cost me? And uh, I waited. And uh, one day I was at, uh, where was I? I was at a play, uh, Mr. Gaddy's, um, Gaddyland at the time. And I was eating some pizza and uh I was just chilling and my and uh it's over in the over by where I lived at the moment. And uh there we are just chilling. I'm just uh by myself, having a bad day, um and not trying to get overwhelmed by everything. But again, I, I didn't really have money and my job wasn't going well and I think at this time I was actually living in a family's house and so it was like a three kids uh two parents in like this two-story house and they gave me a room so i just stayed there and i'm like at this point i'm like a 25 26 year old and uh i'm uh living with a family and they were so nice but uh it was very funny um and so at this time i left the house and i went to go eat and uh, i was sitting there and i was just sitting there i get a phone call from a number i'd never seen before and uh it's Pigeon John. And he's like, Hey what's up, brother? And I'm like, Hey, what's up? And he's like, Yeah, um, I like this track, I could do it. Check it out, life goes down and up, round and round like a black hole maze. And I feel like a mouse, I'm stuck, waiting for the sun to clear the haze. And I wanna give in, fall down, when I do it works right in his plan. Cause when I'm weak, I know he's strong, and all songs are written by his hands. So I just hold on tight on the Okay, so then I went to my car, and I sat there for a second confused. And I started up my car, and then I turned off my car, and then I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And so then I uh, was still talking to him, walking around, uh, 
the, the Gaddy Land and just, uh, you know, talking to the person that inspired me to rap. And so that was cool. And so I, I uh, walk around the thing, and he's like, all right, what's what we're going to do? And I was like, cool. And he's like, I'll record this, and I'll record that. And I was like, all right, all right. And he's like, all right, I love it. Uh, have a good day. And I walk back to where my car was, and it's not there anymore. My car is, uh, like, gone. And uh, I look over, not trying to have a heart attack, and my car is sitting on the ledge so, yeah, on the ledge, about to go into traffic. And uh, luckily, the the car is... I had a little Honda Civic hatchback at the time. And the car was stuck in the... On, like, one of the pillars in the spot. And it was just hanging there. Like, I don't know why it didn't go into traffic. Um, I don't... I know how it did. I must have took off the emergency brake and it just kind of rolled all the way back. And, you know, I had to, like, get help and push it back onto the thing. But literally, 50% of the car was on a ledge and bare over, like, hanging over the sidewalk. Pretty much could have, like, murdered lots of people. And I've, I'll just tell you that this is my life, like... Crazy things happen, but then I'm always taken care of in most situations, and that's exactly what happened here. And one of my most memorable stories of that whole record was the idea, like, it's just like I kept on just doing these things, and these things would happen, and then weird things would happen back. But uh, that ended up being one of my favorite songs of the record. I think I overdid the lyrics, but I really wanted to be impressive uh, on that song. Uh, it's so funny how... We do things wanting to make sure they work well. Because of what Christ did, he gave us a chance so that we can live by the scriptures. His word to hit you because they jump from the bigger yeah. city. You can get the picture changed. Sin must stop it. Change for the better, not change in your pockets. Shooting for the heaven like rockets. And the shackles dressed up like rockets. But Satan don't like this. Hate the fact that I live in Christ like this. Okay, well, um, I'm sorry. I was distracted by a raspberry break, giving my son a hard time. But, uh, yeah, there you go. There's the new segment that we're adding. Uh, now let's get to the interview. Hi, guys. How you doing? Welcome to the podcast. I'm sitting here with my uh, guest today, Mr. Zach Fazio. Hello, Zach. How are you doing today? Hey, Jason. Glad to be here. <laughs> I appreciate you coming over and hanging out with me for a few minutes. Uh, I understand that my baby might run in here and jump in your lap like right now. And uh, but, but just just be cool. He's cool. I don't know. Yeah. See, I'm not very familiar with kids. Uh, I've worked with kids, but never had a kid. So I don't know how this works. Yeah, well, as you see, he's a sound man, so he makes sure that your your speakers and headphones and microphone are all set up, and uh, that's what he does. He's uh, the he's the sound guy of the house. I see that. Yeah, he's uh really trying to figure out all this equipment <laughs> ahead of ahead of the game. I didn't even figure it out till I was like in my twenties. As I said, right now you're working for Godago. I can't say it. How do you say it now? Yeah, three syllables. Key dogo. Key dogo. See, it looks like kidago to me when I see it. Yeah, the word kid accidentally appeared in the first three letters. The word dog is in the middle of the word, and the word go is at the end. Uh, and none of those three words have anything to do with the meaning of the phrase. That's funny. <laughs> um, but cool. Uh, so I've known you for, I don't know, 12 years, 15 years? 
Probably longer than that, huh? Uh, I, as long as I can remember. I can't think yeah, that Yeah, ever far since back. you were, I knew you were a teen, major, maybe? <laughs> But I've known you forever, so uh, it's just so cool to see you doing your thing. And and I remember actually one of my favorite stories is that you actually helped me with my first album cover uh, of one of my albums. Uh, was that fun? Did you enjoy doing that? You know, I actually do remember that. Uh, I think it uh, it was definitely Scout the Psalmist, uh, M. Sing again. Uh, that was back when I was working on Photoshop uh, in the early days. I guess I was probably fourteen or fifteen at the time. And uh, yeah, I still actually have the. The original graphic for that. <laughs> so it was a good experience. Yeah, that was like 2008, right? 2009? Uh, if it was eight, then I was 18. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember uh, asking you for help on the on the different, um, all my ads and stuff for all the websites that I had to put the, the records in. Um, yeah. Now, I, I, as I said, I uh, never thought that you would run your own, uh, that you would be working with your own uh, production company and doing videos and stuff and uh well, well, I certainly don't run it. I'm just yeah. one of the video guys. But, I said uh, that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> here's what I do. I do filming, editing, and distributing of videos. Okay. As far as management and all kinds of like all the uh, the business side of things, I try to stay away from all that. Yeah, that, that's probably why. I mean, the, the fun part about being the independent guy is that literally I have to do all those things all the time. And there are times where it's like I'll just put together content and then I'll be like, wait, how am I going to let anybody know about this? And I'm like, I should talk to my marketing guy. Oh, yeah, that's me. Oh, yes. And I'm not in the mood today. <laughs> but you tried, you've tried. you tried on your own to start a few YouTube channels. Is that correct? This is the third attempt at starting a YouTube channel. Uh, and both of the previous ones were probably, I mean, a significant amount of time of pre-planning went into it. Probably about five months of pre-planning on at least... One of them probably had eight months of pre-planning. Another one had five months or so. This one had 12 months of pre-planning... But we're finally stable. So it looks like we're going to have content generated every three to four. Oh, yeah. You also did one of my music videos, too, once, right? I did. That was in college. I think I was probably about a, uh, probably about 21, 21 at the time. And uh, I still have that one as well. You know, the, uh, the only criticism I think that the uh, instructor of my uh, college class gave when he looked at it was that you weren't looking at the camera enough. <laughs> well, you know, I'm going to blame that on the director. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, if you know me enough, you know, I love looking at things, so I would have had no problem staring at the camera more, but yeah, no, I, uh, I laugh at that one. That, that one's actually really fun. And I remember we had so much fun doing the, and it was just where my relationships were at the time. We got to go to this big church and, uh, record me rapping there. And then, uh, we did some car stuff and we went to the graffiti park and, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was fun. We didn't go to the graffiti park, did we? Um, I just added that. There was, there. A, uh, there was a building downtown yeah. covered in graffiti. And actually, that is probably the best moment of the whole video because you do look into the camera and it's a very intimate moment. Uh, yeah. You? Oh, yeah, because that's where the one... Isn't that where I'm like trying to rap it with the speakers? Yeah, yeah, right? I, I don't remember what's going on at that moment. Yeah, I, think yeah, you're yeah. Just, I think you're singing the song the whole yeah, way through. Yeah, yeah. No, no, there's a... Remember we set up the PA system... Down over by the street, everybody's oh. just looking at me like I was crazy because I'm like rapping. <laughs> the, the, okay, I do remember that. Yeah, actually, yeah, on the back cover of the album, uh, there's also a picture of you on the with the with the speakers. Yeah, yeah. Or no, that was because we were taking the pictures, right? I don't remember. I don't know anymore. But anyways, that's cool. Um, anything fun happened to you this week that has nothing to do with uh, anything? Just your life. Well, you like? so I got engaged. Uh, yeah. Oh, we're gonna talk three about weeks that. ago. Okay, so we'll get into that, but. uh 
Well, I mean, outside of Kidogo and being engaged and uh, uh, planning for the release of Finding Guy, which is happening. Let's talk about fan- Finding Guy. So that was another fun thing that I remember. I remember that you, um, you know, we've been friends for a long time. And so I remember one day you were just not having a good day and you, you, you were having the headaches and everything was going on. And I remember having a conversation with you. You were just like, I just don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Like you had just stepped down from, from doing the videos for a little bit. Right. Was that, is this a correct? Am I? Yeah. So, uh, from 2011 to 2015, four years, I worked part-time doing video work in different countries. I think I probably traveled to around 12 or so in that time. Um, but then, uh, because the headaches were so severe for about seven to eight uh, months straight, I voluntarily stepped out. That was around June of 2015 and uh, didn't know what I wanted to do with my life anymore. But by July, that's when we came up with the concept design for the movie. Yeah. And I remember having that conversation with you because you were just feeling overwhelmed. And, uh, you know, I, I think I told you something I'm like, in my life, I always wanted to give up all the time. Anytime I try to do these big creative endeavors. And I think as a creative person, that's hard, right? Because it's like, you know, inside that you want to build and make something. But then there's that other voice in your head that goes, no, you're not good enough, or you don't have this thing. And your situation was literally your your head was like, yo, <laughs> we're not doing this anymore. And uh, downness about it. And I think, and then we had another conversation. And then you were like, yeah. So then I, then me and uh, then I'm doing this thing with Guy. And uh, are you, are you proud of that? product do you feel like uh because literally you made a movie like that's pretty awesome no i'm very excited about it i mean so here's the deal with the movie so we started filming in august of 2015 we completed filming uh and editing the whole film in august of last year so it's basically three years of work the first two years were certainly more packed um but we got a movie distributor in the summer of last year uh and we've been in their queue for when they're going to get to us uh it was just it took about 11 months for us to get up in line. So late May, early June of this year. So in about eight or eight to 10 weeks, it's finally our turn to be up on the, uh, the roster. And actually they've reinvented their entire platform. Uh, and so this could be one of the biggest releases they've ever had. Wow. That's insane. So, and in this situation, what is your, what is your, uh, title for this picture? Picture. So, <laughs> like we're in the 1920s. It's a, mo- a motion picture. Uh, I am the director of the movie. Okay. Yep. Uh, Nathan is the uh, producer. All right. Now, just like w- with what you're doing, uh, even though I'm the director, I'm also editor and caster sure. and all these different things. Uh, typically, though, with the movie, I try to run all the documentary style things. Nathan tries to run everything that has to do with actors and all the reenactment scenes. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And uh, with the final product, how do you how do you feel about it? Uh, I feel like when it was completed, it was definitely the best work I've ever had. Sure. Now, even just one year later, I look back on it and I'm, I think to myself, "Wow, that was <laughs> that, that was that was pretty amateur." But uh, I think the message is as great as it could possibly be. Yeah, and, and that's the thing about uh, the thing about it as a, being a creative person is that as you create more and more, I, I tell people all the time that want to be rappers, they're like, "Man, I wrote three songs. I'm ready to go in the studio." And I go, "Well, once you get to song 300, then start recording, uh, because you're gonna hate your first song you ever wrote." You're, I mean, unless you're like me, like what I do is I come up with the concept of a song and then I rewrite it a thousand times until it until it feels refined and good compared to just allowing myself to do it and i think 
uh, as a creative person, your first work is never going to be the thing that you're like, oh, that was perfect. And I bet I imagine people like Steven Spielberg and all those people look back at their other stuff. Look, I bet he looks back at like Jurassic Park and goes, eh! <laughs> which is hilarious to think about, you know, but it's like, yeah. You know what? The YouTube channel, we, we've even kind of planned for all this. So the YouTube channel, we want to have 100 to 150 videos released a year. Wow. And so Nathan and I constantly get into this battle where he's working on a video. So I do the front-end editing. He sure. does the back-end. So he makes things look pretty. I get things set up. So we have to, I have to constantly you know, get to it to say, hey, look, just release the video. It doesn't matter. We can make it better, but I don't care. Just get it online. And in the future, if we want to go back and fix it, we can, but we won't want to. Yeah. Because <laughs> we just got to get the next thing out. And I, I, I've seen that. I felt that I was working on this video thing myself. And uh, I think that what always gets in my head, at least all the time, is, man, I don't know if this content's great. But I almost everybody I know that's good at what they do, they just release the content. They just keep on going. They realize that it is just like us. We grow every single day. And then we move forward. And I think I'm saying this out loud, but man, I wish I would remember to say this to myself as I'm trying to build content, even like for this podcast, there are days where I'm like, why am I even doing this? But then I realize, yeah, I just need to do it for my own self. Like just to have people over, to talk to people, to talk, to, to just talk to all these wonderful people that are listening to us right now. Like I just need to do it. And especially as a stay at home dad, like literally my best friend is my two year old kid. And the person I talk to all day is a two year old kid. So at least having a podcast, talking to adult people is kind of fun. No, And I respect what you're doing. I think this is a great way to use your, your talents. Look, I, I, I had two completely failed YouTube channels prior to this one. <laughs> and I'm only two weeks into this YouTube channel. I say your crash and burn credits are pretty great, though. You're like, I failed twice. Uh, I have a movie coming out. And I am working on a new channel. That's pretty cool. And then the best part is you just got engaged, which I got to be a part of that. So that was super fun. I got to see the, you know... Uh, you 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 don't you're kind of like a mini viral sensation at the moment. That's pretty insane, huh? Okay, yeah. So a little thought on that. Uh, first off, it's been uh, just over what two weeks, two and a half weeks for, yeah. uh, since the proposal. So it's gotten around I think two thousand five hundred views on YouTube, which is obviously at like nothing. Sure. But since we just released it on YouTube and our channel had no subscribers when it came out, that feels pretty good. Uh, and also ABC found the the video aired it on one of their shows and uh, at the end of their segment as they were you know commenting on the ch- the video they said many men claim to have the best proposal of all time but you actually have it Zach yeah and the dude the dude has like this sweet like uh British accent or something or Australian <laughs> accent yeah and so when I saw that I was like he was like he was like um many men uh, pretend to say they have the best engagement but you have it Zach I think that that's the best. No, I don't know if that even sounds like. But I remember I was watching it and then I was like, "That's crazy." <laughs> no, I I I am very very excited about that. So I I, I can remind my girl that she has the best proposal. <laughs> well, and, and the funny part is, is what won't be great is when you actually see somebody do a proposal that is inspired by yours. <laughs> No, that's a good point. Yeah, somebody else makes like like a blockbuster film. Like, would yeah. they go to, that, that would be, I'd love to see that. And I don't think people know. I know, but uh, why? Why does it? Why is? Uh, why is Batman's boomerang from India? Okay, yeah. So in the video, we just kind of made this stuff up as we went. I mean, I came up with a concept design probably like a month before, um, but I was filming in India this motorcycle chase scene, and I had to come up with a way for me to get from America to India. So. 
uh, I was like, well, how about his gear is so low tech that it's from India, and that explains how I get over there. Ah. That was the entire thought process. <laughs> wow! So it wasn't like a, it wasn't some uh, deep story about Batman living in India, or that was the only kind of that was the only um, set you had. But this is funny part, right? Like you got to shoot it in India. <laughs> No, even that. Okay, so I, I I showed up in India. I had the idea of I wanted to shoot a uh, a chase scene, me and Batman running through the streets. And I think on the way to India, I came up with the idea, why don't we do it on motorcycles? So I got off the plane. Uh, one of the guys came and picked me up, driving me to my hotel. And he said, oh, brother, I'd love to help you with your videos. Uh, can I help in some way? And so I was like, oh, bro, I have just the idea for you. And uh, that brother ended up being <laughs> Batman. Two days later. Oh, I bet he was not signed up for that one. I bet he was he a good motorcycle driver. Well, he he drove Batman the whole the whole the whole video, so he did a good job. Um, he pulled it off, and that's actually why Batman is black, by the way, because uh, uh, he was black. So, yeah. No, I I I assume that, which worked out really good for the Charles gag at the end, uh, oh. where you where Batman takes off his hat, um, and. His hat, his helm, his cow. What is it called? The cow. Yeah. The cow. And as he uh, takes it off, then it becomes this man that's obviously not originally going to be her mom. Uh, uh, I remember that. I remember that first idea. Um, you, you telling me, or Nathan, somebody was telling me about the her mom being Batman. And then I remember as we're doing the rehearsals, I was like, oh, I guess not. That's not what that is. And. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. Her mom wasn't able to come to the U.S., so we we, we changed gears. Yeah, no, that would have been really difficult to make that happen, but it was that was very funny, and it was it was crazy how many times we did it. I mean, honestly, that was the for a third time you had done it, right? The video that we used that's like we did two rehearsals and then that one. No, yeah, uh, when we went live that that Sunday morning, we had two rehearsals and then we went live, so uh, we didn't even have a dress rehearsal. Um, so I. I I'll tell you what, during that 45 minutes of church running, I just, I was like, oh dear God, please bless this workshop. <laughs> you were very funny during the uh, rehearsal because you were just like, please don't, like, you were just like so focused. You were like, I'm going to make this happen. And I said, for me, like, I remember um, I'm a big person. I love, I'm like you, I'm very theatrical and love creating. And, and I, when I uh, got married, when I got engaged, my wife, uh, I wanted to do like this big, like, when I asked her to be my girlfriend, I already knew that that was the same place I was going to ask her to be my wife. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I had this whole, like, my my friend in the band from Seattle was going to come down, and then we were going to have him play, and then she was going to not notice it at first. And then then the whole people in the park were going to follow us, and there's going to be singing and craziness. And uh, then I started dating my girlfriend and realized that she would murder me if I if I <laughs> put that much attention on her. Okay. And so uh, I, uh, I had to drop the whole thing but uh one thing i did do is i still got to surprise her and do something cool but she's a big atlanta braves fan and so what we did is we actually went down to um i actually told her we we're gonna go to dallas to see a friend and so at like f- f- five in the morning we uh show up at the airport and i go hey um she's exhausted right and so i'm like hey by the way we're not going to dallas we're going to atlanta and she's like no and I was like, yeah, for real. And she's like, I don't believe you. And I had to show her the ticket. And then we flew to Atlanta. And at the time, she probably knew. But then we went to an Atlanta Braves game and asked her there. But I didn't ask her, like, on the big Teletron or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, what I did is I had her go to the um, – I had she went to the bathroom. And then on her way back to the bathroom, I walked her to, like, a little uh, overlook. And then 
I showed her a, the song from my friend uh, Danny, um, where we wrote it together, and, and then she said yes. But uh, it, you know, the one thing about that kind of stuff is you have to build to the person. Uh-huh, so, like, yeah. if, if I would have tried to do what you did with my wife, I wouldn't be married. I uh-huh. would not have a wife. Yeah, the answer would have been no. <laughs> yeah, should have been like you know better than that. Um, were you were you were you concerned? Like, did you know for sure she was going to be cool with like that kind of? Uh, that amount of focus? Uh, no, I wasn't. Now, uh, so so she she's a soprano. She she sings in front of the church. Sure. So she's she's used to being center of attention. Um, oh, you're good. Just keep talking. So the uh, so I had a pretty good feeling she'd be okay with it. But uh, you know, it's funny. She already knew I was going to ask her to be my uh, uh, ask her to marry me that weekend. Sure. And she totally anticipated it the day before because that was six months uh, yeah. for us since we had first met. Um, and so I didn't do it. So since she was like, okay, well, when's he going to do this? Like, oh my gosh. She had no idea it was going to be at church. And she actually was questioning, can you even do this at church? Uh, <laughs> you're like, luckily I have some connections and I will uh, make sure I'm doing my best here. So that was uh, that was a surprise to her. But no, I, I really didn't know how she was going to respond to all this. I just figured... At this point, I knew her enough to to be willing to make a bet that it was going to work out. Yeah, that's so cool, man. I uh, I was uh, it was super encouraging. And again, knowing you for so long, I was just so uh, proud of you. I just thought that was a such a cool thing. And that video is dope. The other thing I uh, it's funny, right? So the best part of the whole proposal is definitely her, and that was definitely not your plan, right? Like when she's like, "That's my ring," I was like. That's great. And then, like, even when they showed it in the on the video, but then also on TV, yeah, uh, I was like, that's great. Because it's like, that was not planned. And she was just loud enough for everything to pick up. And I was just like, that's that was great. <laughs> that part is probably the best part. <laughs> no, w- 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 at the start of the proposal, when I have the ring out, she loses her mind. And she just is wants to look at it so badly yeah. that when Batman takes the ring, she's like, oh, that's funny. Oh, wait a minute. Give me that ring back. Like she was, she was, <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's Seriously. the best part is like, it was like, she just realized at that point she needed a hammer. I don't know if she decided that she was going to ham it up or whatever the situation was. Um, but it was, it was great. Uh, and it's always fun when you can get like a part of it. Come here. Come here. Oh, I'm sorry that you don't get interviewed, but you're a part of the show. We have a new person in the, yes. We Kidogo. That's it. Almost. Uh, Kidogo. Kidogo. Um, are you, like you already mentioned that you are trying to do a hundred of videos and do those kind of things. Are you excited about where it's moving? Or, and have you, uh, how, how have you felt about the, um, the reaction to it, to the, the product? Well, so uh, <clears throat> part of the videos we make are stories of different men and women around the world doing great things. For example, a video we released this week is about a powerlifting minister in Estonia who holds the Estonian uh, record of, uh, I think it was 700 pounds. Um, but uh, that one didn't trend very well. People didn't really seem to care. Uh, we made another video, three tips on how to have a better quiet time reading the Bible, and that's doing way better. So we're finding out this other part of these the video series, the toolbox, which is really the majority of our content from this point forward, really is hitting the nerve that we thought it would hit. Yeah. I think those have the power to hit hundreds of thousands of views over the next two or three years yeah that's crazy right because uh before uh with the previous iteration of this of the product um 
you were focusing on more of the Estonian minister videos where it was like telling stories of people throughout the world. Um, and now you're doing more towards the, the, Hey, learn how to do this or learn how to do that. And then it also helps that you have some extremely, uh, uh, funny people and, uh, good in front of the camera people that are just friends <laughs> or, the, the, uh, that is, that's helpful. <laughs> No, yeah, I I feel great about it. Uh, we've had to talk to a whole lot of different people, and some people have great messages, uh, but are terrible on camera. And we have like like you, you'll see these three minute videos, like oh that's funny, oh it looks like he just told it off the top of his head. It's like no, actually we were working on that for like four hours. Yeah. <laughs> so just to make it look like he had enough presence on camera for it to work. Yeah, no, and I, I live that life uh, as a rapper. There are many times where I had spent, you know. One verse, sixteen bar, uh, sixteen bars took three days to record because uh, you're trying to get it perfect, and so uh, that's that's not an easy thing to do, especially when you're have these people that are new to this the video thing, and so that's a uh, that's funny how it goes. Um, are you excited about the future? Oh, I'm so excited! I feel like this is uh, I don't know what God's going to do if God's going to take me in a different direction or not. Um, I am very happy with where. The video work is right now. I'm excited. The movie's coming out. I hope the movie generates interest for the YouTube channel. The YouTube channel genera generates interest for the movie. And this really takes off and becomes a, a tool that hundreds of thousands of people can uh, can use. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And I said, I, I go back to the movie. I really hope the movie works. Not all, you know, mainly because I want to see Guy uh, be supportive and s supported and do what he does because he's such a nice guy, <laughs> literally. And uh, so it's cool to see... Uh, a project that you know and he hasn't had the best few uh years uh but it's it's so cool to see this project that he's worked on that he didn't even know was going to happen and then it happens and then it could be a, an encouragement and he could actually be able to use his ministry even more throughout the world which is pretty awesome well you know the uh, i think god's timing is amazing with all this because it turns out the the time frame that the movie is getting distributed online through the social media campaign also happens to be coinciding with the 50th anniversary of the gay rights movement. Wow. Uh, like it might actually be within a few days of the 50th anniversary. So it's quite possible that this gets swept up in a whirlwind over the summer. And uh, that just sounds like God's timing right there. Yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. <laughs> the good and the bad with all these things. Uh, uh, it's interesting how it goes. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I appreciate you coming over and hanging out with me. Uh, is there any other thoughts in your head about anything else you want to talk about? Oh man, there's so many thoughts that swirl around in my head. <laughs> but uh, I'll just I'll just say this. Look, I'll just say this. Um, I also respect you for how you have continued to use your talents in a way to uh, serve the, serve the church, serve God. I don't think you're someone who, uh, even as you're raising your family now, is going to just forget about all this. Uh, I think you're going to continue to use it in a great way, and I think God's going to open up new doors. And so I I I appreciate disciples using especially technological talents for the kingdom yeah no i, I appreciate that i said uh I, the the podcast is always funny because it's like literally i already had a recording studio so i was like this makes sense i could just record my voice but there is definitely definitely days where i'm like why you know this is not the easiest thing to do uh produce content but especially with a kid especially with a little two-year-old running around but I don't want to be in a place where my son, when he's grown, wants to be creative and looks back and goes, well, dad, you never did anything. 
And it's like, you know, because everything I did was before he's ever born, right? So uh, I don't want to be in that place. And not because I want to be known as some famous person. But I, I just want to make sure that I'm doing everything I can to take care of him, take care of my family, glorify God. Um, and, and if that's creating music, if that's creating podcast, if that's creating weird puppet videos, I'll do whatever I got to do. Um, because I know that when I'm not creating, then I'm just not as happy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, as I think as creators, we need to make sure that we're always fighting for that and, uh, fighting to, to create. And sometimes your stuff might not be amazing. You might release something that isn't great, but you still needed to release it because the truth is if you go so long and I've done this, if you've gone so long without releasing stuff, then you become gun shy, I guess, or just afraid, just afraid what people are going to do. Uh, react. I, I certainly believe that. And you know, I think with all the work you're doing, maybe your son will become more powerful than either of us could ever, ever imagine. Well, I mean, if his hair grows out the way I think it's going to be, he's going to be a red haired blue eyed rapping kid. Oh, wow. Deep. That's, that's going to be some money. Uh, yeah, or not. I don't even know if they're going to have rap music at the time when he's grown. Deep. So, But, uh, man, thank you so much for coming over. I really appreciate it. Uh, I know we probably didn't answer half of the questions that people have about uh, the new uh, the new YouTube channel. But I, I just think that it makes sense. And it's a very cool thing. And it's uh, way easier to pronounce. <laughs> so, yeah, Kido Go. Yeah. Yeah. Other though I can't pronounce it. I've gone a whole... 35 minutes and I can't even say it right. Kidogo. Kidogo. I did it. Oh, hey, there we go. I'm a gangster. We, we, we have a, we have our first one in line who can pronounce it properly. There we go. I am. I am awesome. Uh, uh, you know, to be fair, it's actually a Swahili word. So you, you are now speaking a little Swahili. Oh yeah. By saying the name of your YouTube channel. There we go. But that's awesome, man. Thank you so much for coming by. I hope you, Oh yeah. So for the rap, is there any, is there any extra words you'd like me to add into the rap later? Uh, I mean, if you could put Kidogo in there, I'd be very impressed. I I'll make sure that happens. Okay, but as, long, as long as you get that one, I'm gonna. Uh, I will be impressed. All right, all right. Well, Austin, say bye to Zach. Here he runs up to him. He's running up, and, and he's gonna grab the microphone. All right, see you later, Zach. Thanks. Where's Boston? Where's Boston? Where's Boston? There he is. 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 Where's Boston? Well, there he is. Oops. Oops. Whoops! Whoopsie! Where's Boston? There he is! Where's Boston? There he is! I hope you enjoyed the Boston Giggle interlude. Well, this is the part of the show where we do a little wrap-up. So at this point, Trey, if you could give us a nice, awesome beat, that would be great. It's about to get crazy. Oh, 
Okay, we learned a little thing today as I told you about my album Bray and I take it down cause I got it like she don't love hip hop but she still loves me and I'm talking about getting in a studio with no clothes on but I had some underwear though. I never get it cause I flip it through that listening to Saul Paul as he raps about Stallone only if I get that gun strong but I gotta be something and I gotta think it's gone. Now I know what I came to do today and that my week wasn't that great but anyway had no other songs to say and now I get it through cause I'm talking to Trey and we be trying to keep it cool only if I get it cause I feel it gone rip it when I'm looking for more people now they're trying to be specific now I think about the other things like Pigeon John and my car flying off the little gun and now I never get it cause I'm ripping cause I'm filling on only if I get it cause I make it like the Philippon now I'm talking to Zach and we be talking about Kadago only if I gotta go now the name changed but that's okay know that he got this other movie cause I'm the guy man it's cool but it's what I say it's what we do cause we feeling that way I got it gone but you never hear this little song and you want me to exhale breathe feeling in the young guy don't get it but my son's ever here yelling at me yelling only if he got a fear do it I was doing, now I'm thinking that it's cheer. Mr. Boston was here, that's what I'm doing. Only if I get it, cause I still can't pursue. Guess that's my freestyle rap for you, and only if I get it true. Hope it's the right. Now I know I gotta do my dreams and get it right. Everybody needs to follow their dreams and don't give up. No matter how old you get, then that's what's up. That's what I'm talking about, brother, my little friend. Anyways, that's the rap till it way ends. Good stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Um, so real quick, uh, any uh, some plugs we need? Uh, make sure that you, uh, if you want to, please check out my albums. Um, we'll have that on the link during the uh, on the uh, on the podcast link. You'll be able to see that, uh, or you can just look up scoutnud.tk. It'll take you right to the Bandcamp. Please help pay for this podcast by buying my music. Um, or if you want, you can uh, go to Anchor and you can sponsor us, or you can. Um, just give us money directly <laughs> and uh, that will pay for the podcast yes. to happen um <clears throat> because i would like that um but i really appreciate it please again um we'll have the link to kadago so you can check out the videos you can see zach's proposal um which is pretty cool and you'll be able to look at all those awesome things uh, excuse me i got burps and everything yeah, I feel that. now um but yeah so please guys check out the content and i hope you enjoyed this show it's a little different than the normal one or you don't even know what the normal one is yet i don't even know the normal one is yet but uh this is the new way i'm gonna do it i think and uh that is what's up so um for me i say bye and trey yeah sure man um uh definitely follow this podcast as uh my boy jay was saying flows for you it is uh, available anywhere podcasts are available um and um, yeah, I am a streamer on Facebook. Facebook has their streaming platform that has been up and running for about six months now. I want to say uh, my my call sign is DePunisher2012. That's D A Punisher2012. If you can't find me, you should because I'm the only one on Facebook, um, not the only streamer. But anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, that is pretty much it. I'm gonna pass it back over to you, Jason. And uh, have a good day, guys. Please listen to more of the shows. Bye.